You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart, obviously. Uh, This is uh, episode 33 of the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm here in Middlebury, and I'm going to record my podcast here. But I thought I'd do my intro from the car, just so people can hear it. So yeah, this is the intro for the podcast. Welcome. Got a lot of shit that I want to say today. At least I think so. I think I wrote it all down. I really fucking hope I wrote all of it down. But, um, I just... I'm here on a Friday for the Vermont Comedy Outlaws show. It's my favorite comedians to perform with. GW, Ryan Kenyon, Pierre Vachon, Reggie Britton, and we've got Mateen Stewart with us today. I keep wanting to accidentally say Mateen Cleaves. But that's a dated basketball reference from, like, 2000. To which I don't think anybody would understand. But I think that's a good reference to the first thing that I want to talk about today. But I don't want to talk about that yet. I just wanted to sit in my car and talk into my phone first. Just to get the stuff introduced and such. Because, like, it's probably going to be a live, loud, random thing. So if you hear a bunch of noise... I, I, I hear good things about the last podcast. So, whatever. I figured, hey, I'm in Middlebury again. Might as well just fucking record it again. And here I am. Just recording it again. And, um, yeah. So, that's right. It's episode 33. Can't believe I've done that many. It's a special episode to me. And, um, I will get to that. But I will get to it in a few minutes. Well, it won't seem like a few minutes to you. Because I'm just going to hit the stop button in a few minutes. So then you'll know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. So that's the intro. I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So. Ah, yes. Um, Let's see. So, yeah, 33. 33. Number. My favorite basketball player, Larry Bird. So I thought it's my podcast. I'll just talk about Larry Bird for a few minutes. What the fuck? Favorite, probably might be favorite athlete of all time. Come to think of it, I mean, he was certainly he's my first favorite athlete, you know. And uh, so that there's that. Um, right. So yeah, Larry Bird certainly my favorite. Remember a lot of good things about him. Um, although it was kind of hard, like being a Celtics and Larry Bird fan. When I was living in Vermont, I mean, I was living in Florida. When I was living in Florida, I lived in Florida when I was a kid. So it was very difficult to deal with it then, you know, all the, um, because a lot of people hated the Celtics, you know, a lot of people made fun of me for being a Celtics fan because I lived in Florida. They weren't Magic fans or anything, but they were all like bandwagon fans, like the Bulls and Lakers and shit like that. So of course they hated me as a as a Celtics fan, the Red Sox fan, 
Patriots fan. Well, I never admitted that I was really that much of a Patriots fan when I was living in Florida because they really sucked for mo- all of the 90s. All of the 90s, the Patriots pretty much sucked. Except towards the end when, like, when they changed owners and such. But that's a different goddamn topic for a different time. So, yeah, Larry Bird was my, my favorite player for a very long time. And... um and he, he still is. He will always be my favorite player. And, and let's talk about his career, shall we? Because, like, let's think about this. Like, he, he, you know, he becomes an NBA player, and he, he, he wins Rookie of the Year. Then he wins MVP, I think, a couple times. Then he retires and becomes a head coach and wins Head Coach of the Year. And then, then he, you know, stops being coach and becomes, like, a general manager or player or, or personnel person, whatever the fuck it is, for the Pacers, and he wins executive of the year, too. I mean, he won, he won awards for every aspect of his career. That's got to be, like, the greatest, one of the greatest sports careers ever, because he won fucking everything. Every time he tried it, he won a damn award. It's amazing. He's probably, yeah, but yeah, it's just, he's definitely my favorite player of all time. And anybody who hates Larry Bird can go suck my dick. I said it. I don't care. It's my podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I can curse right now. I can curse right now because there's no kids here. So fuck yeah. Because as I said before, I'm recording it from the Marquee Theater. And there's a Transformers show going on. Transformers Robots in Disguise. Which is appropriate considering the Transformers movie came out this week. I'm not really... I'm going to watch the Transformers movie. I'm just not that into it as I thought I was. You know? Yeah, it's just kind of fucked up. I don't know. Just, I'm going to watch it just because I've seen all of the other ones. I feel obligated that I have to go see this one too. So I might as well see this one too. So we'll just see how that happens. Yeah. So yeah. How did I get on the Transformers? Because the Transformers thing was on. But yeah, Larry Bird. And I haven't really had... Well, I've I've had one... Like, Larry Bird was my favorite Celtic player. So, like... Here was my plan. Like, I I knew his career was coming to his end as a player. So I'm like, alright, I need to pick a new favorite Celtic to be my favorite player. So, like... I chose... um, Reggie Lewis... And Reggie Lewis was my favorite player on the Celtics for about a year until he died of that rare heart condition. So after my favorite Celtics player retired, and then my next choice as a favorite Celtic died, well, I guess he retired too, technically speaking. I mean, unless if he did come back from the dead, I guess, would he still be considered retired? Did he actually file his retirement papers? I guess they must have filed his retirement papers for him. But yeah, no, after, after both of them, I, I haven't had a favorite Celtic player since then. Which is sad. Very sad. Let's see. What else do I want to fucking talk about? Oh yeah, another thing I wanted to talk about was... I was... Uh, I, I, I talked about it last week, but I was in... Uh, I, I took place... Took part in another run. I ran... 
I did shitty. I was feeling rather shitty the whole couple weeks before the run. Maybe I shouldn't have done it, but like my sinuses were fucking with me. And like, it, uh, it's hard to run when you're so goddamn full of mucus. It's, it was awful. But I was on the good end, so I thought maybe I could, I could still do it. But like, it was painful. Like, I couldn't even like, I ran most of it, but I didn't like run. I probably, it was four miles, and I think I ran two and a half miles of it. I had to walk a good portion of it towards the end. But yeah, it was Skip's run. It was for a good cause. It was for this guy. I I was not living in the area when he was here, but I my family knew of him. My dad, I think, worked with him. My sister was in a musical with him. And I know a lot of coworkers that worked with him. I think it's Skip. And I can't remember his last name. But yeah, it's called Skip's Run, so of course his name is Skip. Um, but yeah, it was a good. It's a very good cause. I'll probably do it again next year because I need to redeem myself from my terrible performance this year. But I think it's good. But I did something. I ran without my GPS, which felt really good. And I'm gonna continue to run without my GPS because I think it's bullshit. I'm not good enough to run with a GPS unit. But I feel like I talked about that in the last podcast, and I don't want to go on about it again. But yeah, that was that was good. Um, what else did I want to talk? Oh, by the way, if you hear other people talking, Vinny and Pierre are here setting up for the Vermont Comedy Outlaw show that will be happening, um, well, tonight. So I'm not going to actually, I mean, it makes no sense for me to goddamn promote it because, I mean, I guess I am sort of promoting it, but you're not, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I'd like to go to that show. But it's already happened by the time this podcast comes out, so it doesn't really matter. So let, let me see what else the fuck I wanted to talk about. And um, so we're still we're still doing this. And uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Okay. Another thing I wanted to talk about was... Um, <laughs> so the U.S. Open was last weekend. And and Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka, a Florida State alum, woohoo, go Knowles, won the U.S. Open. I don't know how many Seminoles have won... A U.S. Open. I'm going to say he's the first one. I'm probably wrong. But I don't care. Because I don't care. I don't do research here. Okay? It's just not a thing that I like to do. For my podcast. So, um, yeah. So, but here's the thing, though. Like, Brooks kept it. There's a big thing. Like, Joe Buck got in trouble because he confused Brooks kept, Brooke kept his uh, current girlfriend with his ex-girlfriend. Um... So, because Brooks Kepka brought his new girlfriend, who he'd been dating for two weeks, to the U.S. Open. Let me repeat that. Like, he met this girl, they started dating two weeks ago, and he brought her to the U.S. Open. Was she there, like, the whole week? Was she there? That's a hell of, like, a commitment to make after only dating someone for two weeks. How ridiculous is that? I, I, I am no relationship expert because I am not currently, nor do I ever plan to be in a relationship again. But I mean, still, I, well, actually, based on the fact that I have no wanting to be in a relationship again, I think it's perfectly fine for me to, you know, say that uh, yeah, I'm an expert in relationships. I am an expert in relationships. I am. Because I have no experience in relationships. But anyway, I like to think that, like, if I was date, if I was dating someone, and I was like, um, if I was like, going to um, 
And if <laughs> you're chanting Sammy Terry, and it's ruining my podcast, Pierre. Seriously, I'm trying to fucking record right now. I'm trying to record right now. And you keep chanting Sammy Terry. Well, I was trying to talk about something else. But you're just yelling. And I never hit pause on the recorder. So this is going in the podcast. You're in a restaurant. Oh, that's true. I'm in a public place. Right. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Alright, anyway, well, whatever. Alright. So, yeah. Yeah, if, if, if I was dating a girl and, like, let's see, if I was, what was I going to say? If I was, like, dating a girl and um, I was going on tour or something like that, stand-up comedy tour, let's pretend, for, like, a week, and I was going somewhere for a week, and I was dating a girl for, like, after, like, two weeks, I wouldn't invite her along for the whole week. It could ruin the damn relationship. How ridiculous is that? Ah. I hope all that yelling at Pierre was in the podcast. I, I think it was. It all, I'll have to check it later. But that was good. I like performing, doing the podcast in, in, a, in a public place. I feel like it brings out the real me a lot better. I should do it at work one day. Just me talking at work. That would be a fun podcast to do. What the fuck else was I going to talk about? I have other topics for which I wanted to discuss. And, um, oh, um, I don't want to do that one yet. Um, oh, I did mention the Celtics earlier inadvertently, so I'll talk about um, uh, the draft, the NBA draft. That's right. Kevin's going to talk about sports on this podcast. Oh, boy. Um, they, had, they had the number one pick, but then they traded it to the Sixers. So they had the third pick, and they got this player named Jason Tatum from Duke. He's like a small forward. Um, he's only like 19, but I, I, I like the pick. I think they made a good pick. He seems to be a guy who likes to score on the basketball court. I don't know what his sexual or, uh, uh, history is, but he's only 19. He can't get around that much, or maybe he does get around that much. I mean, what the hell? But anyway, no, he's, he'll... Hopefully he brings a lot of offense to, uh, to, to the Celtics. So that, that should be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I, um, I, I would tell you the other three players that they drafted and give you a wide variety of, of analysis and information that I know you would appreciate as an audience. But um, I don't know what the fuck I was... I, I, I fell asleep. Actually, last night, um, pretty much as the first round was winding down, and then I woke up the next morning, and um, the Celtics drafted three people, but I don't even know who they are. So there's my analysis. I'm in Danny Ainge. I trust. That's basically my philosophy with the Celtics. Um, much like my philosophy with uh, the Patriots is in Bill Belichick. I trust. So it's basically the same damn thing. Um, so yeah, there's my Celtics draft recap. Wasn't it wonderful? Here's another thing I wanted to talk about was I'm kind of getting tired of Gronk being like a drunken douchebag. You know? Like, what, the latest news, like, what, they had a thousand, a hundred thousand dollar bar tab. I think three hundred dollars was on soda. 
They've had to pay for soda? <laughs> no one pays for soda at a bar. That's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of the, the gronk partying thing. And, like, especially since, like, they won the Super Bowl last year without him. I, I'd, I'd be fine if they got rid of him soon. In fact, I would not be surprised if the Patriots do get rid of Gronk at some point. And I wouldn't be upset about it. I know that other people would, like the other drunken douchebags who are Patriots fans, or the little kids who are as mature as Gronk is. You know, they'd all be rather upset if Gronk left. But I, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. And, and Belichick, I trust. Plus, also, I'm kind of tired of Gronk's antics. I just think... He's just, he's just got a great opportunity and he's just partying away. He's going to fucking regret it at some point. I won't be surprised if... I'm not going to be surprised if he's, if he's done with. If he's let go or if he's sent somewhere, you know, by the Patriots. I, it, that wouldn't shock me if that happened. Wouldn't shock me at all. Um, let's see. I've been trying to think... <laughs> this is the Kevin Gets Personal... Uh, portion of the uh, McTaggart Attack podcast. Like, I've been trying to think of, like, I've done a lot of shows recently. I've done so many shows that, like, it's hard to, like, come up with, you know, new material. You know? Or I, I just haven't had time to do new material, but it's, like, I'm kind of tired of, like, doing my jokes. Like, I, I just feel I don't feel like my... I don't want to do my jokes that like are just usual punchlines shit because I, I, I have my scoliosis jokes that, that, that are like punchline set up and then there's like shit about that that's like um, you know then I do puns and stuff like I just I just want to get on stage and bitch about stuff and if people laugh that's great if they don't that's fine too because like I'm not I realize that my style is not going to make everybody happy and it doesn't really... I think you missed a point when... I think for comedians, and maybe other comedians who hear this can chime in and let me know what they think about this, but it's like, I don't think you should get on stage trying to make everybody happy. And I feel like I tried to do that too much. You know? And, and it's just kind of... I just need to do what I think is funny. And I, I, I think... I think me just getting pissed off about shit would be funny. Like, I'm going to be kind of different in the show tonight. I'm not... I'm going to just vent about some shit tonight and hope that people laugh. And if they laugh, that's fine. If they don't laugh, that's fine. Pierre, Pierre already paid me my $20, so I'm just going to do what I think I want to do. Because that's the fucking point of the Vermont Comedy Outlaws. Is Anyway, we don't... Um, pander to other people. We don't. We do whatever the hell we want. Is basically our slogan. We do whatever the hell we want, and I think I want to. I want to just get up on stage and vent about some shit. It's get some stuff off my mind, and stuff like that, and hope that people. I think people will enjoy it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm just. I just feel like I need to change my material. I, I just I'm tired of what I've been doing, and I feel like it's just an evolution process and I like that I'm continuing to evolve and do different types of jokes or different style of jokes or not the typical punchline type joke stuff you know it's just yeah that's what I'm basically trying to say you know I'm just but yeah I'm still I, I want to do this for the rest of my life I want to do this as a career 
and you know I just I feel like I'm getting there and I feel like it'll happen and I just I just want to get on stage and just start out slow talk hey this is the blah 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 and then, then just start ranting towards the end that's that's really what I want where I want to go towards I think so yeah that's that's how I feel about the whole thing and um, work is kind of sucked, but today was a good day. I had a good meeting with my bosses. I get so fucking paranoid at work that I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job whenever they find a mistake that I made, especially with the review. Oh, my God. Like, they keep finding more stuff. And, like, before I left today, another coworker found something that I had missed, and I'm like, I, this is why I missed it. Maybe I I may not have a choice but to be a full-time comedian in the next couple of weeks. I don't know, but I'm at the point where I'm just like, I'm just going to roll with the punches and see what happens. That's fine. I can only do the best that I can, and I, I'm not going to be doing the job that I used to be doing. I'll be looking after other stuff now, and I feel like I'm going to be a lot better at that. So we'll see. I just... I need to find a job that pays me more and has less micromanaging and I, where I don't have to sit in front of a computer all day but I don't think jobs like that exist anymore I looked into getting a sales job but I think I was good at a sales job but I applied for one but I don't have any sales experience and at 41 it's kind of hard to bust into an industry when you have absolutely no experience so that's kind of frustrating Let's see, what else the fuck did I want to talk about? I think I want to introduce a new segment to the McTaggart Attack podcast today. And that new segment is called What's Pissing Me Off About the WWE? That's right. What's Pissing Me Off About the WWE? Like, uh, here's, like, I watched the Money in the Bank pay-per-view last week. And, um... It was, it was good. It was, I enjoyed it. I, honestly, I fell asleep during the ladder match. The men's, I fell asleep during the men's ladder match. I fell asleep just after Shinsuke Nakamura got introduced or tried to get introduced and then Barrett Corbin beat him up and I thought to myself, okay, here's what's going to happen. Baron Corbin's going to be dominating the ladder match and then Shinsuke comes back at the end and then Baron Corbin beats him and wins the ladder match. So he won the Money in the Bank ladder match. So I was right. That's exactly what happened. It was fine for me to fall asleep. Because what happened was, I didn't watch it. I think this is what happened. This is what I was told was happened. That Shinsuke Nakamura came back afterward, towards the end of the match. You know, returning from backstage after getting attended to for his injuries. But Baron Corbin still won the Money in the Bank match. So, like, I didn't even have to watch the goddamn pay-per-view. But I pay nine ninety five a month, so I have to watch every goddamn pay-per-view. Because it works... It's its money's worth, you know. I'm watching the pay-per-view for $10 a month, which is pretty damn good. It's all, it's the only reason why I watch the WWE Network. The WWE Network. So, yeah. Um, but what pissed me off about it was, like, they had the first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And they were, they were talking so highly of it, and they were publicizing it so well, and they were saying how great it was that they were having this first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And then, you know how it ended? It ended with a man helping the women, helping a woman win the match. James Ellsworth helped 
his his friend Carmelo in the match. A man helped the women. How does that help the women's movement in the WWE when a man has to help the women? Has to help a woman. Has to help a woman. I can fucking talk today. Win a damn ladder match. That's ridiculous. That's terrible. That just shows that the WWE truly has no faith in their women wrestlers. Which is a shame. They they say, oh, it's great to have a women's movement. But that that moment hurt the women's movement, I feel like, so goddamn much. It's ridiculous. And that's not the only thing that pissed me off about that. Like, So two nights later, on WWE SmackDown, they announced, because of that interference by the minute, they were going to have a Money in the Bank ladder match rematch. They're just They're going to air it again. They're going to do it again. For free. On sci-fi. So it's like, what's the, what was the fucking point of the first one? You know, it's just ridiculous. It reminds me, it's not as bad as, but it reminds me back in like 1997 when they touted this, when they pumped up the Sting versus Hogan match for that Starcade 1997. And then they finally do it. And then they, sh- then they have the rematch the very next night on Nitro. You, you, you tout this match for two fucking years. And then... The very next night on Nitro, you have them fight again for free, essentially. So, but yeah, the, the women's Money in the Bank match won't be that bad. But I mean, it's, it's just a stupid damn decision. I just, both things pissed me off about the WWE this week. And it just, so there was that segment, what's pissing me off about the, about the WWE. I want to do, uh, oh, I need to do my other segment of um, what's pissing you off. That's easy. So we're gonna do a live version of what's pissing you off. And I'm here at the Marquee Theater in Middlebury, Vermont. And um, my contestant this week is the lovely Pierre Vachon. Hey! Hi, Kevin. So, how's the game played? Okay, here's, here's how we go. Okay. Um, you, now, I'm pretty good at getting pissed off about things. Yeah. So I feel like I want to get pissed off on your behalf. Okay. So if you have something that pisses you off, let me know. Don't get upset about it, because that loses yeah. the point. So you tell me what pisses you off, and I will get upset about it on this podcast. Perfect. So tell me what it is. Okay. What pisses you off, Pierre? I get pissed off when people go to the grocery store in the 14 items or less line and bring 45 items. That drives me nuts. It really fucking sucks when... Oh. There's no kissing. It sucks when uh, I'm in the damn 15 items, 14 items or less lane, and I have like one item. And I'm like in a hurry. And I think, oh, I know. I'll go through the express lane. Surely that'll be fine. 15 items or less. What can go wrong? Then this stupid dumbass brings a goddamn shopping cart with them full of stuff. Do they not know how to read? What the hell is wrong with these people? Jesus Christ, that's, that's everything that's wrong with America is when you bring 45 items to the 15 items or less line. That's why Trump is president. <laughs> Thank you, Pierre, for participating in What Pisses You Off. You are off. welcome. So that was What Pisses You Off. Thank you, Pierre, for participating in that. Um, let's see. Let's wrap it up now. Um, upcoming shows... I think I have some shows in July. I don't really have anything coming up that quickly. So yeah, I've got that. 
So yeah, I've got nothing for upcoming shows right now. Stay tuned. I have a tooth extraction coming up on July 12th if anybody's interested in showing up for that at my dentist. I won't tell you where my dentist is because it's none of your goddamn business. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I've talked about enough. My voice is getting scratchy. And I have a show tonight. The Hardcore Comedy Champion has to appear and do his thing. Okay, um, so please like the Facebook page, the McTaggart Attack Podcast. On Facebook, please like it. Um, I think I have 120-something likes on it right now. Yes, Nicole? I'm recording my podcast. No, I'm recording my podcast. It's almost done. You are now. Say something. Hi. Hi. Hi, Nicole. You're, you're the, one of the cooks here. Chefs? Is it chef or cook? Cook or chef? Chef. Master chef. Yeah. Master chef at the Marquee Theater. What's the name of your podcast? McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm going to look it up. There's a Facebook page. All right. Yep, the Facebook page, as I just told Nicole. Um, and also, um, Twitter. Follow Mixkill Media on Twitter. Um, Mixkill Media is the podcast company that puts out the podcast on a uh, weekly basis or whenever the fuck I put it up. Um, so, yeah, like that. And um, it, it's on Twitter, they're at Mixkill. G.W. Foley and Max are two lovely guys and they do a lovely job running their media network and I like the ideas that they're coming out with and I'm with those guys forever or until a better offer comes along. Just kidding. Just kidding. Finally, follow me on Twitter at KevMcT. I have over 56,000 followers on Twitter now. It's not because of the podcast, and it's not because of Mario Batali either. People think it's because of Mario Batali, but it has nothing to do with that stupid orange crack-wearing asshole. All right, well, that's the end of the podcast. I hope everybody enjoys what they hear tonight, and I, I, think, I think it'll sound pretty good. I may have to re-listen to it. I'm not really sure, but I'm just going to ramble on and eventually hit the stop button. So everybody have a lovely whenever the fuck you're listening to this. Oh, I probably shouldn't curse at a restaurant, but there's nobody around, so who gives a fuck?